Hi, I'm Dahlia. And this is Ricky. And you're listening to... Hashtag do it for the Chavaya. Hi guys, um, it's Ricky and... It's Dahlia. And we're back, and this is our first official episode. Last week's was just kind of like an introduction to who we are and our life stories. So, today's our first official episode. And this week, we decided to talk about something that I think a lot of people can relate to, which is things that would only happen in Jewish day schools. Because I feel like over the last... Ricky and I have only been roommates for like two weeks in total, because Ricky was in quarantine. Yes. <laughs> and we shared a lot of collective stories about our experiences in Jewish day schools. And I just want to put a disclaimer out before we start talking about this, that I personally went to a couple of different Jewish day schools from K through 12, and I am not going to be disclosing which stories about which school because it could have a little bit of a negative connotation about those schools, Um, but in no way, if you figure out what schools, like, I'm talking about, like, in absolutely no way am I bashing any of these schools, each of these places are incredible schools, and if you are someone who went to one of these schools with me, I am not bashing your school. I promise I went to all of them for a reason, because I think that they are all good schools. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, but I just thought this was an interesting topic, because I feel like everyone's, like, you know, got the, their own stories about ridiculous things that only happen in Jewish day schools. And I think we were talking about this before, when we were saying how we didn't realize how crazy some of these stories were until we like, you know, went out into the world and, like, met people from public school, at least for me, because I didn't have a lot of public school friends. I met people from public school, and they were like, that's not normal. Like, that shouldn't have happened. Actually, it's really funny, because I I worked at a Jewish day camp, and I'm not going to say which one, but it, you didn't have to be Jewish to go. And my co-counselor, who I became friends with last year, is actually not Jewish. She's She went to a private Christian school, oh. so it was really cool to compare it. New slash all religious schools are a little bit culty, no matter what religion they Just are. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit culty. Um, I went to different schools from K to 12 also, so I will obviously not say the name of which school is which, but if you're f- my friend, you can probably figure it out. But I'm very thankful to what both my schools have given to me. Um, I'm, like, really lucky to have such a great experience. I look back at my time at my schools, and I'm, like, genuinely happy and thankful and proud that it went to those schools. Yes, me too. Um, so I think something, I don't know if Ricky has any stories about this, but I feel like if you went to Jewish day school, and I'll explain in case you don't know what this is, a lot of people in Jewish day schools have had color war. And if you don't know what color war is, um, also if you went to Jewish day camp, um, color war is basically where the school or your grades are split up into different teams, and each team is given a color. So there's like sometimes the red team and the blue team, or like... If you're, like, super Jewish, like my schools were, it was, like, blue and white, because Israel. <laughs> and we had four teams. Oh, wow, that's that's special. Oh, is it by grade? No, we were we were mixed up within colors, but our school was, like, big enough that we had, like, four teams. Right, so one of my schools that I went to did it by grade. So if seniors didn't win, we were very bitter, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, so pretty much... One specific story sticks out. I could tell you so many color war breakout stories because 
the way it works with color war breakout if you don't know what that is it means that they schools try and catch you by surprise um with color war they never succeed um and it's always like like everyone already knows somehow either i've had teachers like have it on their calendar and then their calendar just pops up on the smart board because they're not that smart apparently (laughs) um or we just like figure it out we're like huh this is a full week on the calendar with absolutely no assignments and no tests. What's going on with that? You have that? a week of color war? Sometimes. We had, like, two and a half days. Not even. Oh. <laughs> uh, Maybe a day and a half. Usually it's, like, over a weekend. They'll, like, break it out on, like, a Friday. And then, like, we'll have all weekend to prepare. And then, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's awesome. It's great. Um, so, one story that sticks out. I was very young. So, even if I mention this school, I'm sure you guys would not know what it is. <laughs> I don't even know if it exists anymore. Um, I was, I think, in, like, third grade. Um, and, basically, schools like to catch you by surprise, like I said. And they come up with all these elaborate, like, ways of um, trying to surprise you. And surprise you that, like, it's color war. So, pretty much, this story... Obviously, I spoiled that it was a color of a breakout, but just trying to imagine it from a point of view of a third grader who has no idea what's going on. Third grade? I was in third grade. Wow. Yeah. So, little Dahlia. I was very short as a child. Just want to point that out. <laughs> Paint you a little picture. I had braces. I was insanely short. Like, insanely short. Very scrawny. Aye, oh, aye. my God. I, you probably could have stepped on me and not even noticed. I was so small. <laughs> I was like probably like four, five maybe. I was really small. Okay, whatever. Tiny. Um, yeah, we're small. So we were in this school that was like really, like really tiny in the middle of nowhere, and we had just like we used to for recess have this grassy area that had nothing in it. Like there was no like soccer goals. There was no playground. Like nothing. We just like had to make our own fun or whatever because. Our school couldn't afford a playground. And then one year, like, we got a playground. It was, like, a whole big deal. And so we're all, like, playing out there. Um, And there's a gate around our playground. And we're in the middle of nowhere. Remember this. (laughs) Like, nothing is around us. All of a sudden, this man in a white van. You heard me. Kidnapping white van. Skirts up to our school. Like, right outside the gate. This man hops out of his van. Hops the fence into the playground and starts screaming, like, everyone get inside, get inside. And so we're all like... Active shooter? Because we live in America? Literally. (laughs) So I was like, in third grade, so I didn't really know what was happening. But, you know, it was stranger danger. So we all ran inside. And our teachers, mind you, had no idea what was going on. Oh my goodness, this sounds so sketchy. It was so sketchy. Like, every time I tell someone this story, they're like, that sounds like somewhat illegal. And I'm like, yes, it does, doesn't it? So... We all run inside to our classrooms, and the principal makes an announcement, like, right when we get inside, and he's like, hey guys, like, just stay in your classrooms, and like, you're no, like, recess is over early, okay? Like, he sounded so chill, and we were like, what is happening? So this man goes to every single classroom, and obviously this is still in lower, like, lower school, elementary school, when, you know, you didn't go to a different teacher for each subject, you had all of your... English studies were done by one teacher, and all your Hebrew studies were done by another teacher. We moved classrooms. Oh, I didn't move classrooms. From kindergarten. We couldn't... We had nowhere to move. There was, like, one classroom per grade. We were so small. (laughs) So, our teacher 
um, starts teaching, and she's, like, very concerned, obviously. Um, this man comes into our room, because he's going classroom to classroom, and he's, like, just continue teaching, pretend I'm not even here, and we're like, okay, Okay. Alright. I think not to get kidnapped. So he starts, like, taking things out of our desks and, like, checking our desk and our cubbies and, like, our windowsills. And he starts, like, pulling things out and, like, asking, like, what they are. And we're like, what? Like, he, like, pulls out, like, a mechanical pencil, like, one of the clicky ones. And he, like, asks the kid, like, what is this? Like, is this, like, a weapon? And the kid is like, we're in third grade. This kid's like... No. <laughs> this sounds traumatizing. It was very traumatizing. He made a couple kids cry. It was very interesting. Um, so he, like, made most of the kids in the class cry. And then he, like, leaves. He, like, confiscated, like, the randomest stuff. He took, like, a ponytail holder from my desk. Oh. It was, like, weird. Since then, she and- hasn't worn ponytails. Uh, I'm wearing a ponytail right now, but okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so then, basically, he, like, makes everyone cry, whatever. He leaves the room. And a couple, like, an hour later, maybe, he, like, the principal calls us over the loudspeaker and says, come to the gym. So everyone goes to the gym for an assembly because we didn't have an auditorium because small school. And we're all sitting on the floor, like, what's going on? And the guy's up there with the principal. And the principal's like, this guy, Mr. Blah Blah Blah, he's, like, an inspector that came to inspect the school. And, like, you know, we're in third grade, so we don't know any better, so we're like, okay. And he's like, and unfortunately, he said that the building is not up to code and we have to shut down the school. And everyone just starts crying. The teachers think that they're all losing their jobs, so they're all crying. Oh my goodness, this is so traumatizing. It was very traumatizing. And then, like, the guy is like, I'm so disappointed, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, "Um, actually, it's color war. And usually, when they say that, it's followed with, like, screaming and, like, excitement. Mm -hmm. Literally, you could hear a pin drop in that room. <laughs> like, it was, oh my god. And I was just, I was to- telling my friends in seminary about this, and a lot of them went to public school, like I mentioned in the last um, episode, and all of them were like, this would never be allowed in public school. And I was like, oh, good to know. I don't think this would be allowed in any other any other school. Yeah, I think that if this happened now, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think this could happen now, you know? So, do you, do you have any traumatizing Jewish no. day school stories? No, my, nope. That, my color war story was not as traumatizing as that. <laughs> it's fine. Nothing's as traumatizing as that. Go ahead. Um, my color war, so we did, like, middle school color war, and the way it works is, like, eighth graders are, two eighth graders, a boy and a girl, um, are picked to be, like, the cap- co-captains of each yeah. color. So there was, like, purple, red, blue, and orange. So I was picked to be the orange Captain, orange. who the heck owns orange? Just saying, you have to wear the color of your team. Yeah. Who owns orange? Listen, my friend Daniela, Daniela Tar, shout out to you. I like come home and I'm like, I'm color captain for orange, and my mother's like, you have no orange clothes. <laughs> and Daniela was sitting on her porch, and I was like, I'm color war captain. She goes, Oh, I have orange. Do you want to borrow it? This girl, Daniela, I love you, had an orange skirt and an orange shirt, and then I went to Party City and got like a tutu. Queen, oh, uh, Party City. Is where it's at. It was where it was at. Um, but anyways, so I did, I went, so I was color captain, but I was also really, really shy in middle school. Like, oh, this is middle school. This was middle school. Oh. I was shy my whole school life. Like, I'm still shy to this day. Um, shout out when I met my friend. You know who you are. I thought she oh. was intimidating. 
like Queen. the first day like i was petrified of her like legit oh. petrified. and it was seminary now like she's one of my best friends but like it's fine you go girl um you know who you are love you <laughs> um she's gonna be like i cannot believe you put this on your podcast ricky but it's fine it's fine um so i was really shy so everyone was like really confused why they picked me and i was confused and i was like okay whatever i like chill and then the way they break out color wars they break it out like 12 o'clock one day okay and then and then you have like activities until like four when school's over and then the next day you come and we went to like my school also had a campground so we went to the campgrounds and did all of our activities there because it's huge right so whatever they break out color war it was like the dumbest way we broke out color war but um so we did that and i don't know why but something like unlocked in me i went crazy oh i yes i was like yelling and cheering and i like totally went out of my comfort zone which was like the weirdest thing because that doesn't happen for me and then basically i feel like it's like an adrenaline rush it is like you get you get home and you're like what the heck did i do today but at the same time i think it happened to me in 11th grade also when i went to hungry that's another story for another time (gasps) it's kind of like you picked me and i want to prove that i was worth it that you didn't like waste your pick on like some shy timid little girl so i was like going insane and then I don't remember why, but I think that day got rained out, so we, like, continued the next day, and it was a Friday. Right. And basically, you, you, the way to get some points is, like, to sing our two school songs. So I went up on stage, and I was screaming the whole day and a half. You were just singing it yourself? Like, by yourself? No, 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 our oh, whole team. Oh, my God, I got so scared. <laughs> your whole team. And you have to, like, make a little dance, whatever, it's cute. And you have to, like, make it your own, so you have to, like, input orange in there, whatever. It's, like, this whole big thing. I went up on stage and I went to sing and my voice was shot. Like, it was gone. Everyone was dying when I was singing because I was, like, yelling. So I was yelling, but I was, like, yelling with, like, this hoarse voice. Yeah. I think my principal to this day will come out to me and be like, I remember Color War when your voice was, like, shot. <laughs> it was so bad. And I went up in front of, like, the whole middle school and just we sang with my team. And I think the whole, every single person came out to me and was like, Ricky, what happened to your voice? And I was like... It was yelling because it's color war. Like color I feel like captain. Everyone's voice the next week after color war is like, m- like we all sound like all the girls sounded like guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the guys just did it. They. Oh. I think my motto that day. I was like, guys, you should not have a voice by tomorrow. Like, if you still have a voice, you're not yelling and cheering enough because you also get points by yes. cheering. Yeah. But that was my fun color war story. I feel like. The next, I don't, I don't even know where to go from here. Like I have, I have like a notebook in front of me because I was like, okay, I have so many things and I need to write them down to like figure myself out. I feel like if we're going back to like you know traumatizing stories from high from school, okay, um, this one was in high school. I will not mention which school this was. Uh, this, I mean, honestly, I could because it's not like it has nothing to do with the school. Like the school didn't do anything wrong, but. I'm not going to. Basically, I'm just going to, you know, leave you with a little bit of mystery, you know? We love Um, it. We love a mysterious queen. So, I was in school, you know, in high school, just doing my thing. I was in class. Um, And then, all of a sudden, you know, like, by law, you're supposed to have, you know, like, fire drills, lockdown drills, shelter-in-place drills, and all that stuff, like, every once in a while. So... We, all of a sudden, in the middle of class, hear this announcement go off. And it's like, um, 
it's something like, this is a lockdown drill, please find, like, the closest classroom, like, you know, and then we start, we sort of realize that it starts, like, we realize it starts to repeat itself, like, it's an automatic message, and usually when it's a drill, they just go over the loudspeaker and say it once. Right. And so you notice that it's, like, and they also usually say, this is a lockdown drill, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, this is a lockdown, please get to the nearest corner, lock your doors, turn off the lights, and, like whatever, and, like, don't leave until we save the code, and we, because, like, we had a code word, it was, like, a whole, like, convoluted code word thing that once you say that code word over the loudspeaker, everyone can come out, um, and so we start to realize, we get to our places, the teacher turns off the lights, closes the doors, um, and we start to realize, like, this is a recorded message, like, this isn't the principal speaking, and, we remembered that there are panic buttons throughout the whole school that if you press it, it mean obviously it means that um, there's someone in the building or there's someone trying to get into the building and it sets off that message. And they don't use that for the drills. So immediately we all start freaking out, but then we're like, maybe they just started to use it just, you know, so we can like take this seriously. Because if they say it's a drill, like obviously you're not going to take it seriously. Um, and so my teacher is also freaking out. He's, like, trying not to show it, but we could tell he was, like, really nervous. And so girls are, like, texting their parents. And I'm like, I just knew not to text my parents. I, I feel like, like that would traumatize my parents. I know. I was like, I until I hear something, I'm not going to, you know, text my parents or anything. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but, like, my... I know my parents, like, would freak out immediately. Like, they're yeah. very overprotective over the fact that yeah. I am a girl living in the 20th century like they're very petrified that's a whole podcast in itself that's true too (laughs) literally um my so my mom is like a chiller my mom's really chill my dad is a little bit of a nervous person so i think he would have freaked out if i had texted him be like um someone might be in the building but like i don't know i might get killed today i love you (laughs) (laughs) chill yeah you know this was also around the time of a lot of school shootings, so it was, like, very, very scary. And so we're, like, all sitting in there, we're like, okay, like, let's not freak out before we know anything, you know, like, we would probably hear, like, you know, police cars and, like, all that stuff. And then we hear the principal go into the next room, like, the room next to us, and we hear her whisper, like, this is real, get down now. And we're like, oh, shoot, like, oh, no. Oh. So she's hiding in the room, like, the principal of the whole school is hiding in the room next to us, and she's saying it's real, and we're like, oh, my God. And, like, it was a whole thing, and we're sitting there for, like, half an hour, like, in the dark for a half an hour, and we're all, like, the girls are crying, and, like, usually I'm, a, I'm an emotional person. I get scared very easily, but, like, I just, I don't know why, but I didn't cry. I was just like, okay, um, I feel like something's up with this, but, like, I am still freaking out. Um, and then, all of a sudden, we're, like, out of lockdown. And we're, like, what? Like, they're, they, like, say the code word and we're done. And we're, like, okay, like, that's weird. So we go, I'll go to our next class and we basically find out later that one of the freshmen, um, we were not freshmen, uh, one of the freshmen in the school was asked to call the office about something by their teacher, and she accidentally pressed the panic button oh and goodness. sent the whole school into lockdown. Oh, my God. I still, I know who she is, and, like, she probably doesn't know who I am, but obviously everyone in the school knew who she was. And I felt so bad for her because she's a freshman, but I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And also when you press that button, it automatically calls the police. Oh, so <laughs> the, the police showed up, and I was like, oh, my God. 
And I think after that, they started putting covers on, and, like, notes on oh. the panic buttons. Because the it's not like, like, you know those fire alarm things that have, like, a thing you need to lift up mm-hmm. in order to get to it? It was just, like, a button on the wall. Like, just you a button? You could have leaned on it. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so after that, like... I think parents were upset that their children were so traumatized and they, like, complained and, you know. That's Now insane. it's not so easy to press, so. Yeah. That's really crazy. You know. My second story is not like that. Um, There's a variety here, guys. These are, variety. like, really no, they're like snowflakes. No two stories are like the other. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. We're also, it's like snowy. It's, it's very fine. snowy outside. Um, my story was in, when I was in 11th grade, I had good friends, but they were like sporadic. I didn't have like a group of friends until 11th grade. I don't know. My friend and I, like we were a little trio and then we added a fourth girl and then a fifth girl and we just, just so became like, high school. Well, we just <laughs> became like a f- group of friends. Like yeah. my grade was very small and we didn't have a lot of girls. One day in 11th grade, we went on like a field trip, like a grade field trip. Mm-hmm. And someone was like someone invited everyone to watch a movie at our house but it was also finals week so i had a final project so i was like thanks so much but i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna work on my final project and it happened to me that my friends and i all had finals the next day so we were doing um work but on the bus home we were talking about i don't know if i could put this on the internet oh no why not do you think so no i think it's fine okay okay i'm not gonna say what someone heard us talking about specific brownies special brownies special brownies <laughs> and like we weren't talking about eating them we we're just talking about them i don't even remember why we don't condone special brownies yes so i guess a girl in the grade heard and she like spread this rumor that we weren't at this movie night because we were doing things that we weren't supposed to like eating these special brownies just a side note if you don't know who ricky is but Ricky's like the least like. I'm like person. a prude, like <laughs> literally a prude. <laughs> oh my god! Like ask anyone, I literally don't like anything. Like I don't like anything like bad. It's just I just have no desire for it. I don't have the taste for it. Ask my older brother. If you do, that's totally cool. But like we are not, yeah. not those type of people at all. So, so they spread this rumor about me, and my friends, and it got to like teachers. Like teachers knew about this rumor, and like thank God I built my reputation up in high school that yeah. i was known as a good person i was chosen to go hu- to hungary on this experiment trip i was chosen to speak at both eighth and twelfth grade graduation like okay that sounds like egotistical but i had a good reputation in high school like and it ended up getting to like the office like the front office like everyone knew about this rumor oh my god and it blew up and when i tell you it blew up it went from the end of 11th grade to beginning of 12th oh my, the, the, my grade was in like this divide and like in this fight because they made like this rumor and they all i was like more like mad that like the friends i had in the grade like just kind of like allowed it yeah, to go on rather than like okay. stick up and be like hey guys they're really just doing their finals like they texted me and they're like ricky why aren't you here and i was like doing my final like, do you want a picture of it like i was doing my project right i was like it's due tomorrow i didn't like finish it like i just wanted to get done also i really wasn't in the mood like I'm a type of person that I need my space. So after spending all day with my grade, yeah, like I just needed like time alone with my family. I'm also really, really family oriented. Like I'm a very family oriented person. Like, um, I don't know. So it was just really funny. And then that weed, and, and then the special brownie <laughs> went all the way. Oh, everyone so. knows if you're listening to this and you didn't know what she was talking about. I know. It's you know I can't what? Get it's fine. Anyways, um, so yeah, so that was my little. 
adventure with my high schoolers. I mean, honestly, and then, like, my grade kept getting into, like, these fights. Like, the girls were really divided, and it was... Girls are so petty. It was a really (laughs) big issue. Like, that was a rumor. There was another rumor that I can't remember now. But there was, like, many rumors about our group of friends because, yeah. Because everyone just wanted to be you. Oh, what can I say? I'm an amazing person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, for this next story, which is, like, very, very appropriate for this podcast, for this episode, um, I am going to mention which school this was because it only, like, everyone's going to guess which school it is, you know? So, this story took place my senior year at Mayan Oak. Woot woot. Shout out to Maya Note. We love Maya Note. Oh, yay. Um, Maya Note is an all-girls school no in limits. Teaneck. If you... Did, what? No limits. Those shirts. That's all why, I know from Maya Note. Why do you know that? Half of T-Fire went to Maya Note. Oh, that's They true. all wore the shirts. Our senior year shirts was, like, no limits with, like, a 19 in it because we're, like, so original and nobody else did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. It's like writing seniors, but the one is the I and the nine is geez, the was, O. so stupid. Yeah. Um, it's fine. No shade to you if you did that we had no other option so did i so did we it's Literally all good everyone did it um so mino is an all-girls school in teaneck um and down the street is a lovely all-boys school called tabc not sure if you've heard of it you definitely have um but basically mino and tabc people think of them as brother sister schools but they're literally not connected the only thing that's like sort of connected about them is that they're on the same street that's it like (laughs) literally so basically there is a tradition between myano and tabc that on purim the seniors do shtick uh with like each other so usually the girls will first storm tabc and then the boys will like, come to us, I guess, or vice versa. I don't know. Regardless, some, like, the girls go into the boys' school, and then the boys come into the girls' school, and we, like, have to plan out shtick. Like, we all, every year, each grade does something different. So, just so you know, I was not, like, a leader in high school. I was very quiet. Like, in my own group of friends, I was, like, you know, obviously very outgoing, but with, like, groups of people, I'm not very outgoing. So... My friends and I were hanging out one day, and we were like, oh, like, what are we doing for shtick? Like, we need to do something, like, cool. Because, you know, like, we want the grades before us to, like, remember, you know? So, basically, we were looking up ideas for, like, senior pranks. Obviously, it's not supposed to be, like, a prank, but it's supposed to be funny. And I found this idea for uh, hiring a mariachi band and having them walk around the school doing their mariachi stuss you know that whole thing um that was fun so basically a girl in our grade her father works for some like band or like a music company or something like that and so she he had a lot of connections so we asked her and she was like yeah he knows a mariachi band and we were like cool because like you know everyone does that everyone knows Um, mariachi bands yeah who doesn't so that was the first part of the plan that I came up with, so which is very surprising. Like I said, I was not very outgoing in high school, um, and I was definitely not a leader. Um, and then the two other parts were that it's kind of like a joke that Mayano girls all own at least, not obviously not everyone, but most Mayano girls own at least one piece of TABC apparel. Because, you know, we're like an all-girls school that, like, 
never sees boys like ever so we're like exotic species <laughs> literally exactly um that's like stern girls honestly literally <laughs> stern girls go to yu and they're like a boy <laughs> oh my god aliens we went to the yu library like last week or like two weeks ago and i felt like i was in a zoo oh, they were all staring at us stared. it was like, so weird i felt like they were like i was in a cage and they were like come to the zoo and like look at the girls do you want to feed them like oh my God. like you go and you like do you want to yeah, pet all, the turtle when you want to like all stopped what they were doing and like turned around and, like yeah us. so that's what it's like at like my and tbc like we see each other at lunch sometimes because we go to the same restaurants but still it's like oh my god there's a boy god <laughs> yeah so we all a lot of us have like tbc apparel so, like, I had a sweatshirt, and then other girls had a bunch of stuff, because they had a bunch of friends that went to, y- to not YU, to TABC. Um, sure, they all go to YU now, don't worry. Uh, probably. Uh, they're all from TNEC. Half of YU is TNEC. Yeah. Sorry to any YU boys that are listening, but I am definitely right about that. Um, yeah. So, basically, we all, like, anybody who went... Uh, to TABC would usually give some something to their Maya Note friends. And so a lot of Maya Note girls had extra apparel. So they would give it to girls who didn't have. So we were like, okay, we're all going to wear our TABC apparel. It'll be really funny. And also, okay, if you don't know what a Chanel resume is. Oy vey. <laughs> this is going to get good. This is good. Um, basically, a Chanel resume is like, it sounds like, like what it is. Like a resume that... Um, you, like, write things about yourself, so it's usually, like, where you're from. It's kind of like, like a job application. Like, yeah. if you're giving an application to get a job, same thing, but You're giving to an get application married. to get a husband. Yep. <laughs> That's literally what it is. So, we all were given a template, and we all had to fill it out. But, like, as a joke, obviously. As like, obviously joke. not real. So, I put, like, a picture of me dressed, like, overly sinuously. Like, very... Like, I looked like I was married. Like, I was wearing a headband and all oh, that I love stuff. It. Um... Yeah, my Shadok resume, I still have it. It's really funny. Um, so you would fill it out, like, as a joke. You'd be, like, overly sar- sarcastic. Like, when you would write your birthday, um, everyone would, like, write their... Like, for me, I wrote, like, 22nd of Cheshvan at Vatican. At Vatican. Because <laughs> we were trying to all sound, like, overly, like, stark, you know? It's, 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 it's funny. It's fine. Um, yeah, and so we all printed out, like bunch of copies of our chef resumes of our fake chef resumes and our plan was when we stormed tbc we would we would like throw our chef resumes everywhere and like whatever so basically we brought in the mariachi band and we had them for like an extra hour so we just like brought them around school to all the different classes and the teachers had no idea what was going on and like once again this would like only in jewish day school but this happened day schools i feel I think one time in my school, someone, I someone let a chicken out in my school. I think that's what they did for us. So the boys did, had the dumbest shtick. Shout out to all you TBC boys. I'm calling you out. Your shtick was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Called out. They brought in. Okay, so our we brought in a mariachi band. We all spend our own money on this mariachi band. I don't know why. This that's mariachi like band was five hundred dollars. How many girls were in the grade? It was like eighty. So like you know, it, it was fine. It was it wasn't terrible. That's like um, hold on. I'm not doing. Ricky's doing the math right now. Um, not in my head. Not, not that in good. Her head, sorry for the calculator. Um, so that's like six and a half right, it was like six and a half dollars per person. Like it wasn't bad. So basically, 
Um, we brought in the mariachi band, we had the shit resumes, we had, like, the outfits, the whole thing. Um, these boys brought in chickens. That was their shtick. They brought in chickens. And these chickens pooped all over our school. Ew. And, like, oh my god, and they, like, borderline abusive to these poor animals. It was terrible. <laughs> it was really sad, like, honestly. And they also stole one of our trophies, like, one of our soccer trophies. That's really funny. And one of our rabbis was chasing them down the street trying to get it back. And oh it was goodness. like, they literally had to come back. The boys who planted it had to come back and clean it up. Like, it was terrible. I was like, we put in all this effort, and you couldn't, like, be bothered to do anything other than bring chickens. By the way, these chickens were, like, literally, like, slaughtered the next day. Oi. It was, it was, it was so How was sad. it for Shabbos? Was it yummy? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know. I want to think about it. It makes me sad. But, yeah, it was, you know what? I usually don't call people out. TVC boys, class of 2019, your shtick was awful. Um, Class of 2019, that's really funny that we were, like, the last year of, like, normalcy. Yeah, oh my god. Shout out to you, Class of 2020. I feel so bad. Class of 2021, they're really losing everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, by the end of 2021, everything will be a little bit more normal. Yeah. Like, slightly. Slightly. Like, more vaccinated people, I hope. Hey. Yeah. Do you have any other stories? to tell i feel like i have got a whole list honey i'm trying to think like i wish i don't want to like give away too much because i don't remember my school but like mine wasn't like as religious so our things was like secular more secular stories in high school are you talking about prom prom and just random different things that's that's okay i i'm sure there were plenty of not so great things that happened at my school that I just don't know about because I wasn't in that group. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, class of twenty nineteen was fun. We were fun. Did you guys yeah. decorate your cars? Like I know we decorate our cars before the senior year. I didn't have a car, so no. I didn't either. I used my mom's minivan, which now is my car because my mom got a new car. But I just think it was really funny because everyone like rolls up in like their like five passenger cars, like da da da, and I like roll up with my minivan. I'm, like, Eight passengers who wants a ride. Oh my god, a girl in my brother's grade. No, not my brother's grade. And the grade above my brother's grade. Um, got a brand new Jeep. And then colored all over it. And I was like, I think my parents would like actually put me in like in a box on the street. Like, <laughs> Bye. Go live in the Jeep. <laughs> like literally, like, oh my god, like a brand new car. And I'm like... I also lived far away from my school because where I live, like I said, I live in a really small town um, with, like, no Jewish day schools around, and the closest school to me was Berea, but Berea and I do not vibe, Um, (laughs) and I mean, like, Berea's a great school, again, just, like, not, like, where I should have gone, so Kushner was an hour away from me and my note was about hour hour and a half away from me oh my god and so i take yeah i took a bus every freaking day like sounds like pain i lived five minutes away from my school good enough that like in ninth and tenth grade when i would finish finals and my mom was like working i could just walk home it was like a 20 minute walk actually can't really oh good story about that this is also another if you're from the tri-state area you probably remember um it was Still, I guess, 2018, because it was December. So, it was still my senior year, though. Um, There was a massive snowstorm that um, 
affected a lot of people because we were all in school when it happened. And there's a name for it. There's some kind of, like, name for, like, when a snowstorm is not expected and it comes really, really quickly. Like, this snowstorm was not on anybody's radar, like, on any of the weather channels, like, at all. So... It's called the snow squall? Sure! I looked it up. Let's go with that. So, basically, we were in school and we were hearing rumors about this snowstorm and we were begging the principal to let us leave. And they, like, wouldn't let us leave. Whatever. Um, and... They were like, okay, we'll let you leave, like, a half an hour early. And by the time it was, like, a half an hour early, like, for us to leave, there was, like, a foot of snow on the ground, at least. It's insane. It was, it was crazy. Like, it happened so quickly. Like, within an hour, there was a foot of snow on the ground. Like, it was so crazy. Um, so, I was very lucky in that I had a place to stay. Because with my best friend, Aviva, shout out to you again, Aviva. We shouted oh, wow. you out in the last Aviva, podcast. look at you. I know. Um, she let us stay at her house, me and my friends. But, like, I had friends from Kushner. This was when I was in Mayano. I had friends in Kushner who literally had to sleep in school because they had they couldn't even get home. And they lived near Kushner. Like, That's insane. It was, oh, my God, I felt so bad. And then I think, like, I think it was SAR. One of their buses caught on fire, I'm pretty sure, that oh. night. That was, that was a rough night for everyone. I am... Let me know if you remember that. If you're from, like, not the Tri-State area, then you probably don't know what we're talking about. But that was super rough we almost had to sleep in school because and literally this girl aviva my my bestie she lives like five minutes from my note like five to seven minutes away from my note and it took us like an hour to get back that's it was crazy that's like not okay like a friend of mine got into a car accident that night he's cool we're like he's cool now but like it was very scary and people were like pushing their cars like oh my god and that's like such a jewish day school thing just because i feel like nobody there are public schools everywhere like if you were going to public school you would just go to the one in your town if there's no jewish day school near you you're You're like commuting yeah so we called ourselves like oh otc like out of town or commuters or something like that yeah literally that's what we called ourselves and we were very very mistreated (laughs) i'm very glad that my school was next to me i don't i don't think i could have made that commute like Again, I'm a very family-oriented person. I can't be, like, away from school. Like, my older brother went to a school that was an hour away. And from 6 a.m. No, he left at 7. From 7 a.m. to, like, 7 p.m. he wasn't home. That's, like, he a 12. He left at 7? He left at 7. He had to get to school by, like, 8.30. I left at, like, 6.20? No, he woke up at, like, 6.45. Oh, my God. That is so pri- Oh, my God. The privilege. But then he would get home at, like, 7.30. Like, it was insane. And if yeah. you want to do sports, like, forget about it. Yeah, my friends who did sports would get home at, like, 10 or 11. And then they had work on top of that. Right, and then homework, like, I couldn't. Like, in high school, I did a solid four to five hours of work every day without, like, sports. I forget sports. Like, when I did sports, it was like, okay, even more. I feel like that's also a Jewish day school thing, because I feel like all my public school friends were like, yeah, like, I got out of school at, like, 1.30. Well, yeah, because it was was double curriculum. What the heck? Like, we have 10, we have 10 subjects. Like, that's crazy. I don't know how many subjects we had, but they switched. So, like, we wouldn't have, like, Hebrew every day. We'd have Hebrew, like, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday or something, you know? Like, our yeah. schedule switched every day. Um, but we had a 10-day schedule. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, getting out at, like, 1 seems, like, so nice. But, like, double curriculum. So, like, yay. And now we're choosing to do that again because we're in Stern. Except 
at a college level. See, everyone's like, oh, it's so easy. It's just Jewish classes. Like, no, no, it's college level Jewish classes. Not like high school where it was like BS. It's like college level double curriculum. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I feel like we could have gone for so much longer, but you know, we got to cut it off at some point. Got to keep it short. Got to keep it short and simple. Yes. Wow, we really just went straight through that one. Yep. Oh my god. Last goodness. time we had like seven parts to it, I think. Oh my god. That I slowly You ended. can tell when someone's passionate, they could just talk forever. We probably could talk for another 40 minutes. Yeah, I'm sure we can, but I feel like that wouldn't be okay. <laughs> no. no one's going to listen to no. like 80 we, minutes of us like talking about Jewish day schools. And we've kept kept like the confidentiality up until this point i feel like we're gonna slip at some point yeah i feel like we should um (laughs) cut it while it's done you know (laughs) and once again we're just gonna say if you figure out which schools we're talking about for some of these we think these are all great schools obviously we went to them so they're great schools so this is no shade the only shade we're throwing is at tabc class of 2019 for having horrible perm stick (laughs) also i would just like to note that i'm wearing penguins socks and they're making me very happy that's all. Ricky has a thing for socks. I have and a she, thing like, for socks. She squealed this morning when she put them on. <laughs> I was really very enjoyed excited. it. Oh and then God. Daya was like, "It is way too early to be talking <laughs> about socks with penguins." Our like light was still off. Like it was still dark in our room, and I literally was sitting up in bed, and she was like, "Look at my socks! They have penguins. They're so cute." I have reindeer ones. I have Grey's Anatomy ones. I have fox ones that I got from my madricha. Uh, shout out to you, Hannah Kaylee. Um, yes. But that's it. <laughs> oh, I have Hanukkah socks. I'm very into my socks. Okay. All right. All right. Well, guys, <laughs> this is Ricky. And this is Dahlia. Thanks for tuning in to hashtag do it for the Chavaya. We'll see you next time. Bye.